Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to the Live Free and Ham podcast. Um, I'm Eric, call sign uh, N1JUR, um, and this is the place where we like to explore uh, ham radio topics in New Hampshire, New England, and beyond. Uh, thanks for tuning in um, into the show, and hello to everybody on the live stream, if you're on the live stream. Um, and we have a special guest tonight. Um, maybe you might be into Minecraft, uh, or you might be a Minecraft fan. Um, and of course, you're definitely going to be in ham radio if you're watching this show. Um, you, so you're definitely going to want to stay tuned. Um, but before we get going uh, into the discussion, um, let me uh, do a little introductions here. So um, I'm here with one of my co-hosts, Todd, W1CJ. Yeah, good evening. Uh, and our esteemed guest, uh, Lucas, W1BTR. Nice to meet you. All right. And, and those that are wondering where Ryan is, uh, Yes. W1SNH, he is uh, flying over, heading out west to do some training and uh, I believe go to an air show. So he's unfortunately unable to be with us tonight. But if you're watching, Ryan, we're thinking of you. <laughs> yes, we're, we're <laughs> jealous we're not with you. Yeah. All right. So, but uh, although uh, we've got some great stuff going on tonight, so, uh, you know, he uh, will definitely be missed, but hopefully he's tuning in. Um, and so just a couple of things uh, before we uh, get into our regular show here. Um, uh, you're probably wondering where you can find us going forward. Obviously, we've got our podcast uh, gets released uh, every two weeks. Uh, it's a bi-weekly show. Um, and every month, we always host a live stream on our YouTube channel. So uh, the way you can be in the know is if you obviously check our socials, head over to our YouTube channel, subscribe. Make sure you hit that notify bell so you get notified when we actually release uh, a live stream. Um, and uh, as uh, one of the other things, a big thing coming up for us is in uh, October, on the 14th, um, we will be at Nearfest. Um, we're working on some of the details with that. Um, we're hoping to do some live streams and some interviews there. We're gonna be doing some giveaways. So definitely come by, check us out. Um, we definitely wanna say hello to you guys and continue to uh, you know, say uh, you know, hello to our community. So, um, but as always, uh, we don't wanna leave anything undone, um, but we like to dive into our usual segment here, what we call uh, what's, been going on, uh, what's been going on in your world and ham radio for the week. Um, because Lucas is our esteemed guest here, so we'll kind of start out with him. Um, you know, so what's been going on in your ham week this week? Uh, anything uh, special or interesting? Uh, sure, Eric. Uh, a couple of things I've been working on. Uh, right now, my current project is just uh, rebuilding uh, an antenna for outside um, for my HF rig here. I'm doing an NFED, and it's a special design. It's got a capacitor and a resistor about a third of the way down the line, which doesn't affect the lower HF stuff, but for the higher HF stuff, I think, I think it brings it down a little bit. Um, so that way it's better within resonance and stuff. And it uses a 36 to 1 um, wow, that's 36 big. to one transformer instead of a 49 to 1 because uh, it just proves to be a little bit more efficient, which I thought was very interesting. But So I'm trying, know, to, you... trying to work on that one. And then uh, I've also been helping out with Lemonster Emergency Management. It's our local emergency management department for uh, some of the storm that's been hitting through here. Because it hit oh. Lemonster pretty hard. I think it was estimated $500 million of damages wow. um, just for that, wow. just for the town. Holy crap! Yeah. Wow. Whereas a little bit south in in uh, Lancaster, where I live, nothing. We were fine, uh, but then just ten minutes north, did, it was crazy. It, like, did they actually have like uh, detected tornadoes, that type of stuff going on, or a couple of no like, tornadoes? Pump? Really, mostly flooding. Uh, we had, I think, still sixty houses to pump out. Um, wow. When we when I left uh, on Tuesday night, and then we had roads closed down and sinkholes and uh, just damage of all sorts. We had cars floating around. Um, and people on top of cars in a few streets, which was insane. Wow. Probably the worst uh, worst the town has has faced since the big blizzard uh, a few years ago. Holy crap! Uh, I'd say yeah. crazy. Now, so to kind of circle back on your NFED there. Now, is this your sure. primary antenna, or is this going to be like your? This will be, yeah, 
Okay. This is my primer. I have the same design, but it's on a smaller, uh, smaller ferrite core mm -hmm. uh, and thinner antenna that I use for POTA. That one probably could still do 100 watts SSB, but for everything else, it's around 50 watts. Okay. Um, and that one, I actually, cause, you know, you can do it two ways for the the NFEDs if you want to do it properly. You can't just have it have no counterpoise at all, mm -hmm. um, but you can have it go. I think it's about seven feet of RG58 um, if if it's a if it's a 40 meter one. Mm -hmm. If you're doing it for 80 meters, I think it's a bit more. And then you okay. have a one to one balance. So it's the 36 to one, then it's seven feet of RG48, uh, and then the one to one okay. balance. That that gives it a counterpoise and it keeps any RF from going to the shack. Or you can do a counterpoise, uh, like an actual wire counterpoise dropping down. That's a different measurement. So for the POTO one, so I had flexibility, I have a little switch on there where it switches which one is connected to. So you can do either or. Oh, that cool. was fun. Um, I tried it once. It didn't work at all, but I tried it again. This time it actually works. So <laughs> second time's, <laughs> the, second time's the, the success there. <laughs> now, you, you do any of like, uh, you know, fool around with any of the counterpoise options? Like, I mean, you just uh, going longer, shorter. Have you tried the, even the typical uh, screen fence? I guess the big craze now. Yeah, not too much. I know that. Um, so it's it's Bob and Bob in the WBU and GUF club. Um, they, they wrote this book, which I actually have um, right there. I have to take off my headphones, but I can hold it up in a second. It's called uh, The World of Wire Antennas. And they've oh. done tons and tons of research and tried tons and tons of things. They've been featured in a bunch of uh, uh, in an ARL yeah. magazine and stuff. So they came up with, they're like, this is what's best. We know it's best. And we've used it for a field day a good number of times, and it's performed well. So I'm like, okay, that's what I'll do. It is interesting, though, because the 49 to 1, there's two things that I think are really important. Uh, for transformers is that the 49 to 1 isn't the most efficient if you're doing a, a, a halfway bend fed it's 36 to 1 and that when you're winding the uh, the toroid core um, you want it to be you know think this is the if this circle is the core itself you want all the windings in the bottom there and then you want the secondary or sorry you want the primary which is only mm -hmm. going to be like what two turns to be right, right on top of it instead of like over here Oh, wow. Which the ARL book has you do it here because that's just common practice. But if you try it out, um, it's it's much lower inductance there, so it's a lot less loss, and oh, it wow. still does the same transform uh, the transforming. Um, so it gets you a bit more power that you can use and stuff, and just a bit better performance, which is just super cool. And uh, I, I I have to get in fights with people online because like that's not what the ARL book says. That's not what I've learned. I'm like I, I know that's what we've always done, but like just because we always do it doesn't mean it's right. You know, uh, <laughs> don't don't be afraid to try new things and, and mess around. Like I, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Try it yourself, but. You know, right, you you won't know you're wrong, or you won't know you have a different way until you go out there and try right, it. Right? right, I mean that's exactly. the, the biggest thing that I think YouTube has done well for ham radio is that you know, hey, just go out and try it. You know, you never know exactly, what's gonna yeah. happen. That the, the uh, you know the mesh screen thing took off like a you know wildfire because everyone's like, oh wow, it's a great ground plane, and it's like, yeah, it's right. way better than putting out sixty foot radials. So. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to try that out. Here, let me let me hold up the book real quickly because yeah. I have it right here. Um, cool. I just want to give them a shout out because it is a very good book. And it's well written and it answers a lot of questions, but it's this one right here. Uh, not the most uh, interesting uh, cover, but it's wire antennas, 160 meters to 70 centimeters, concepts, constructions on the nearby. Bob Glorioso, WNIS, and Bob Rose, KC1DSQ. Oh, very cool. And, we'll, uh, we'll put that in the link in the show notes. That way, uh, you know, people can grab it on uh, Amazon, yeah. YouTube, or wherever and make sure that uh, they have that. So very cool. Awesome. All right. Well, yeah. Cool. That sounds like uh, you've been uh, quite busy with that for sure. So, uh, yeah. so what's going on uh, with the, your, your bench, <laughs> your week? Uh, my week. Well, not much with uh, ham radio. I did. Uh, I did work on Saturday night, and uh, I was 
there's European contests. So there's a lot of guys out in Europe and Brazil, South America doing. So I worked a lot of stations, but what was really cool is uh, I don't really, the way my setup is, my antenna, I don't really get out West that much. And getting California is always a tough contact and it's real noisy. I was hitting California on Saturday night, middle of the night, like five, nine, 20 plus. I mean, it was crazy. I couldn't believe how they were so nice. clear. So I was pretty psyched with that. That was the first time I really had, and I was hitting all kinds of people in California. So uh, it was uh, it was cool. So like I said, I uh, I work overnights, uh, Lucas. If you didn't know, and those that are listening, so um, just a few okay, nights you. a week. And I use my flex radio, and uh, I do it remote, and uh, I just sit around and play radio when I'm trying to stay awake and uh, pass the time, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. that's that's where I was um, when uh, before we started this. I was telling Lucas that I had been getting uh, Australia, and New Zealand, like all the time, and all it was time. just like it was crazy because like I never even thought I'd even get close to them. But uh, had a lot of QSOs and a lot of guys uh, I've talked to, and it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. So the bands in the middle of the night are great, and I'll tell you one thing: if you stay up or you can't sleep, get on your radio because everyone is calling North America, and there's no one up. So, yeah. you know, you're getting, you're getting contacts <laughs> because they want you. Yep. So that's yeah, that's about it. Uh, I, that's about it. And, uh, you know, uh, just been doing the podcast and stuff and learning about that. And yeah, that's about what's been going on. Just been busy cool. and baseball started. So I was right before this, I was coaching again, which I thought I was done, but, uh, nope, back oh. to doing it for two more months. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And another two more years. So keep <laughs> yeah. that in mind. Just gonna put it in the back of your free file comment there. <laughs> so yeah, speaking from experience. But anyway, cool. All right. Well, I guess for me, um, I probably haven't been playing a whole lot of radio. Uh, just been trying to catch up on my uh, workload of uh, videos. I, I've realized uh, somewhere along the line I lost my momentum and uh you know i've been trying to put out videos enough on my channel um but you know some of them have been a lot you know some of the the it's funny because like when you forget what pota you know events you you know uh, activations you might go on or whatever that stuff you you kind of go back and watch that footage you're like oh man that was really cool i totally forgot about that you know i had a really great you know i i hit spain you know or you know i didn't expect you know the conditions to be this or what but that was you know there was one activation i think that i just recently did with one of my uh, other buddies um we were both having a horrible day and you know he kind of just texted me because we were supposed to meet up to do a you know a project together but he just lacked uh, the the time and schedule just kind of got out of whack and so he just kind of in a random you know text message back to me he's like dude i'm just tired of the day let's just go poda and i'm like you got my vote so you know we were just like okay for me right there yeah exactly right so we're just like looking up on the you know the the poda app i'm like okay well we haven't done russell uh, abbott over in um milford wilton area and and we went out there and that's if you've ever been out in that that space or you've ever been out to a space where it's just like totally rf quiet totally quiet in general like just nature's there you're just like oh man this is so awesome so we just set up you know, uh, the, it was raining sort of a little bit in the beginning of the day, but we're like, we're not going to let this bother us. And then at that point, the sun broke out and, you know, the weather, you know, kind of just changed for the good. And it was just like, you know, okay, we walked away with 52 contacts, totally had awesome conversation. Nice. Just, you know, like you said, you were just, you know, this is, this is, you know, this is life for me. So, you know, I, I'm like, all right, dude, we got to, you know, remember this when we're having crappy days. I don't care. Let's just, you know, yell Poda and we're in the car and going, <laughs> you know, simple as that. So, you know, it's, it's those moments that I really like. So, you know, that, that's kind of why I do the 
hobby and you know it, it's just it, yeah. it, it, the friendship and the camaraderie but it's radio dude you know that's awesome you know you're getting double the you know the dose so that was uh, pretty much it for me. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, if you're a flex owner, you you know the the battles that uh, some of you are facing and ensuing, and they're resolving some of those issues. But um, you know, over and all, that you know, I still get to come home and you know still do some of the radio. Uh, you know, mostly play digital and whatever. So I'm definitely uh, getting my fill of radio for the the you know this past week or so. But uh, you know, so good on that. So I uh, I just double check here if there's uh, anybody in the chat there. I see we see uh, Bill there. Uh, yeah, welcome to the chat. Uh, welcome to the stream um and uh you know if you have any questions along the way as uh, we kind of dive into uh, the world of minecraft and uh, radio craft um you know definitely put them in the chat uh, we'll make sure we get them in there and uh, get them answered um but uh, before we um you know uh, start to kind of get into the nuts and bolts of minecraft let's kind of you know uh, introduce lucas here and uh, you know like we do for every uh, you know guest we have on uh, you know kind of what's your radio background how'd you get into the hobby you know what's your story a little bit and you know share a little bit of that and then we can kind of talk a little bit more about radio craft and minecraft and and uh, you know all of the, those great things uh, you know that uh, you're working on sure yeah okay thank you eric um yeah as far as getting into the hobby uh I've been a ham for, let's see, I got my plaque right here. It has been since uh, the 9th of, of November 2021, so a little bit. And uh, I was always kind of interested in radio. I messed around walkie-talkies and stuff, and I, I loved, I kind of dove into CB. I didn't really know anything about SWR, so one of my base stations had no antenna plugged in. Can't imagine why that stopped working. Um, but but I had, you know, the, the handheld uh, ones with the giant antennas that telescope up. And again, didn't know about SWR. I liked using them while it was collapsed down, too, because I'm like, this is more compact. And it stopped working. I, who knows why? Uh, but but yeah, I, I really enjoyed messing with CV, but was disappointed by the range and um, didn't have any people to do it with. And then I was looking at getting walkie-talkies, and I found these really cool ones on Amazon. They had all these buttons on it and stuff. And I was, what, 12? So I, I got them. Uh, they were UV5Rs. I was not licensed, but no one in my family knew anything about ham radio. So I used those illegally for probably a year and a half before I think I dropped one in a lake somewhere or something. I remember <laughs> trying to talk to the EMS people because uh, I could hear firefighters on there and and, uh, and ambulance drivers. Luckily, I didn't know anything about offsets, so they didn't catch me or hear me and <laughs> haul me off to FCC prison, right? But, <laughs> but yeah, then eventually I, I was looking into to GMRS and ham radio. I got my GMRS license probably six or so months before I got my ham license and uh, okay. realized I'm like, wait, ham is like so much bigger than I thought it was. And I didn't really know it was a thing anymore. I didn't know about it. Um, I, I mean, no one in my family knew about it. None of my friends knew about it and stuff, but diving into it, it seems super cool. And I dove right in and I've been in it ever since and been loving it. And uh, that's kind of what inspired the the project too, is just a lack of knowledge. That's the number one goal of the, the radio craft project is to just bring awareness to this generation. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Other than that, as far as my background, I'm a student. Uh, I'll be graduating this December uh, from from Liberty University, a communications major, uh, not radio communications, like marketing communications, <laughs> okay. uh, which confuses people sometimes because they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, so radio communication, that makes sense. I'm like, it's different, but yeah, uh, <laughs> much less useful. Uh, but <laughs> but that with a technology minor, um, I, I'm i also a Christian. It's a big part of, of who I am. I owe a lot of the success to God um, is, my, cool. is what I'd say. Um, and yeah other than that i don't know i have so many hats i do web design i i don't know you could go yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I have> the <laughs> w1btr youtube channel too uh yeah. 
I'm engaged. That's probably my most exciting yeah, thing right now. That should have been the first thing, you know, that's yeah, important. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a beautiful wife yeah. to be, which we're super excited about. Um, Very cool. Total and blessing. Possible from ham. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Possible ham. Hopefully getting her ticket this year. I'm going to hold her to that. Yes. You know, the wedding can wait. The wedding planning can wait. Just get, get studying, babe. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is my gift to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is more important. What if the world ends? But <laughs> yeah, yeah. we got to be prepared. So, oh, very cool. So like, um, so yeah, the, um, it's interesting kind of how your, you know, your background just, you know, blends through most of your life and everything. And I I have to say, if you didn't get into communications, you might want to get into QA for radio testing and stuff like that, because as I'm sure a lot of manufacturers would, you know, value your testing abilities yeah, yeah, yeah. and IPv7, uh, you know, uh, confirmation and certifications and, and whatnot. So, yeah, so I, I do for work right now, I work in IT. Um, so I got a lot of kind of techie stuff in there as well. And then I also volunteer at uh, my local emergency management department, which is, it, they used to be a cert, but they got adopted by the town as something more official. So they're okay. under the fire department now, but they're still volunteer. So I, I, I'm kind of switching into their kind of dispatch and radio person. So it's been a great place to be able to use that. Now, are you going to try to combine both the ham radio aspect of that too with it, or are you just going to stay kind of keep them separate? As, uh, to some extent, yes. They actually, it's, it's funny. I went in there like, oh yeah, they, they do um, they do Mars as well. They have a, a radio for Mars and stuff. And uh, they have an HF station um, for part of their broad link to other departments and stuff. Okay. And okay. then they have a VHF hammer. They're like, oh yeah, this is our ham. I don't know what it is. And I looked and it's the same one I have in my <laughs> car. It's I the ICOM IC2820H. I'm like, I know how to work that. That's great. Like it's, so I just <laughs> walk right over to it and I'm playing with it. And I'm like, oh, let me program in WB1GUF and call out on there and stuff. And, mm -hmm. and yep. uh, so that's well, been cool. Actually, this, this last Tuesday, I, I called out on there and on the, the Paxton repeater. Uh, just asking for pumps because we needed more pumps because we were pumping out homes because mm -hmm. everyone was flooded. Lemonster was half gone. Uh, so <laughs> it was a pond. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. But I got some swimming and I got my laps in, so I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, so it sounds like uh, you know you definitely have a, a lot of uh, you know ham radio throughout your life. So that's that's pretty cool and. Uh, you know, definitely, uh, you know, keep up with it. And, uh, you know, you're hobby, in yeah. many places that you're, you know, you're, you're not going to get bored of it for sure. So it's very, cool. yeah. Yeah. It's a great thing about ham radio is if you don't like the hobby, just keep on doing it. Cause there's, there's so many hobbies within the hobby. Like you can just find something mm -hmm. for everyone, whether it's digital or, or yep. building your own stuff, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, you, I mean, just if you ever go up to his website, if you get a chance to go up to WMBTR, check it out. I mean, I kind of peruse there a little bit and even his videos are his channel is really good. I mean, I, I know he probably will talk it down a little bit, but I'm thoroughly impressed with the videos he puts together and just, you know, the the information he uh, can communicate very clearly. And, and, you know, he's, he does a lot of very cool electronic projects. So, you know, head on over there, check them out. And, you know, we'll no, definitely put you. it in the links down below. So, you know, no, that's not the reason for you being here tonight. But in essence, you know, that's just one more plus. So, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> cool. So, uh, yeah, so let's kind of dive in here a little bit. So, uh, you know, as some of us are uh, in the chat are uh, anxious to kind of get into the topic, um, you know, for those that are a non-gaming audience, um, you know, maybe we can kind of touch a little bit just in, you know, in the essence of what Minecraft might be or what it is in terms of, you know, the gameplay and, and the the, uh, the whole purpose of the game of itself. And then just kind of how that ties into your you know brainchild and you know what you're growing now with uh radio craft and and where that kind of you know spawned itself from and where you think you might be taking it in a little bit and, and go uh, further down that sure sure um so yeah just starting off with kind of what minecraft is uh 
I mean, I'll, I'll start with one of the more basic definitions of it. It's a sandbox game. What does that mean? Uh, it means that think of yourself going into a backyard and you have a sandbox, you got all these tools. You can kind of do whatever you want. You can build a sandcastle, you can throw sand at your sister, you can eat it, whatever you want to do. Um, in Minecraft, you kind of start out in this world with, with nothing. Each time you play, each time you start a new kind of game, a new save, it's completely unique. It's completely randomly generated and it's infinite. You can walk and it keeps on generating stuff for you and you can keep on walking back and that same stuff will still be there. Um, and you find resources. You start out by probably breaking a tree and making an axe and breaking down more trees and then digging. And and as you go on, you you mine out more resources. It's hence the word Minecraft and kind of build a world around you and and do all sorts of things. Um, so yeah, it's it's got a very big player base. It's the best sold game in the world. I don't remember the name, the numbers off the top of my head. Um, but it's it's immensely popular uh, from from people of all ages, kids and adults, and and uh, kind of like Ham Radio, where in Ham Radio, you know, there's so many hobbies within the hobby. For Minecraft, there's so many ways you can play it. You can um, go into creative mode where everything is unlocked to you, and you can place whatever you want and do whatever you want, um, and you're invincible. And you can fly around, or you can you know do hardcore survival where you have one life, and if if you know you fall off that cliff by accident, or or some monster walks up to you and hits you and you die, that's it. You you lose everything you've worked on, um, or you can go on servers uh, which are self-hosted. And uh, anyone can start a server, you know, with a pretty basic machine. Um, and there's huge ones and small ones. You can play with some friends. Um, and a, a big thing is modding. Now, what modding is is it, you know, it's it's a game written in Java. Um, each time you run the game, it actually compiles as you start it, which is kind of interesting. And what these mods do is they kind of insert code into the game that change how it works. It's kind of mm -hmm. designed to be able to do that. Um, there's like all sorts of mods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's all sorts of mods. You can add things like. Uh, steam engines and rotational force or nuclear power or twerking there's thousands and thousands of mods out there and, and you name it it's probably got something um, but there there was no mine there's no uh, there's no ham radio mod uh, I, I which I was surprised by because kind of one of the areas that Minecraft struggles sometimes I mean people sometimes say it's not a game it's a simulator you know you're kind of going into this world I mean it seems silly when you're looking at the graphics of it it's so blocky and and uh, but it, it lets you use your imagination it really lets you get lost in it um, and you can do so many different things. And so, but for communication, there's no voice chat. It's just this kind of text box you can do in the bottom. Everyone in the world, everyone on that server can see it. Um, so I realized, you know, ham radio, you're, you're still building stuff. It kind of fits within the time scale because it kind of has this 1800s kind of exploratory kind of vibe to it. There's no real technology by default. Um, right. Once you added in with a mod, so pretty much right. Yeah, so so this was this type of thing was actually tried before, where they added in cell phones. Um, but the issue with cell phones is that you know you're you got your axe, you're building yourself a little wooden hut, you, you're you're planting in the backyard, and you pull out a cell phone. It doesn't really make sense. It doesn't <laughs> it doesn't fit. Uh, there's no cell towers. You know, like it's it, how is it powered? Why 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 is everyone gone? Is this post-apocalyptic? If so, then why are there cell towers? So it didn't make sense. It didn't. It broke the immersion. It didn't end up helping. Um, mm -hmm. There was a mod that was added called Simple Voice Chat, which is proximity chat. You walk up to someone and they can hear you, just like okay. you and I talking face to face, right? But again, there's still that issue with long, long range communication. So mm -hmm. what we realize is that not only is this a great thing to add in for for hams, but this actually solves a problem in the game where it lets them have this kind of realism, this this uh, this thing that makes sense, and it's it's still immersive, but it's also a challenge, and it also teaches them about ham radio. Mm -hmm. So not only is this great for the ham community, this is great for Minecraft. So then the big thing is, of course, exposure. Because like I said earlier, um, uh, none of my friends, none of my family really knew what ham radio was. Um, 
so many people of this younger generation, it's not that they're not interested or they don't care. They just don't know it exists. Right. So this is a great way to just introduce them to the concept of it in a way that we have control over. And we can say like, hey, this is real. Go check out the ARL website. You know, like we can push them to, to investigate it and we can give them an environment too because, you know, ham radio is kind of intimidating to get into sometimes i think uh you know you yeah, can't very really do much electronic sensitive you know, yeah and stuff like that so it gets a little you know someone who's not the background and todd can kind of contest yeah it. i mean when i was a kid i used to have a scanner and i used to listen to the repeaters and people on you know talking and i never knew how you got to do that i didn't even know what it was ham radio i just knew it said amateur radio and people were talking. So right. that was when I was a kid. And now that I'm, you know, an adult and I, I ended up getting into ham radio kind of by, by accident, it was, um, it all makes sense now. But like you said, you know, a lot of younger people, and a lot of people, they don't even know what Just it is. And, and a lot of people are interested once you are out doing it. Like I noticed with POTA, you know, I get tons of people coming up to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I make up flyers and give them flyers about it and give out my card and say, hey, you know, give me a call if you want to get into it. Uh, you know, yeah, it's to great. Help you out. Or you just say so. you're a Russian spy and watch their faces go. Yeah. So basically, you've got this established, you know, kind of world that you get to create in some, you know, form with others or yourself. I mean, I assume it's probably right. very much better to have others involved. Than Usually, you know, yeah. Get, you know, on your own little world. But and it's um, super scalable. It can just be you and your your brother and your father or it can be a big public server that everyone's on. And it, it's it's almost infinite, right? So like I've I haven't been I'm kind of talking from this respect that my Minecraft Minecraft when it came out like version one is when I kind of played with it, so it kind of dates me a little bit. But in essence, the the world itself kind of is almost endless. So it's like it's not like you you know as you stop you get to a wall and you're penned in and you know what you kind of exactly. just continue to expand. Yeah. So it's infinite space a little bit. Yeah, the way that works is it's uh, it generates them in individual chunks um so as you walk forward if it's like hey no one's been here before it'll use what's called the seed which is a long random string to generate a unique new space that you can walk into that's unique to this world and then you keep on going and it just keeps on generating and folding up before you kind of like a rolling magic carpet in a way Um, Mm -hmm. and then it saves that and it unloads them but it saves them so really the only limit is your hard drive eventually you know you might have to upgrade your storage or something if you keep on making more stuff. And mm-hmm. I think there, by default in servers, there is kind of this world limit where you walk up to it and it does keep on generating, but like there's, you can't walk past a certain point just so that way players aren't purposely kind of just making the, yeah, just, world continue, just rolling. Right. Yeah, forever, right but for yeah. context, you know, if you were to walk in a straight line in, in one direction from the center of the world, which is where you start out, um, it would take you days, like literal real world days to get there. Um, so it's just, it's immensely huge comparatively. But ultimately, you know, in that sense of like this ex- a vast expanse space, you know, ham radio kind of plays really well into that, you know, that realm because in essence, right. you know, we deal with propagation and a whole bunch of other things, which, you know, I think you're going to get into it a little bit. So I don't want to steal too much of the thunder, but, um, you know, it, 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 talking with my daughter who has played with some of those mods where you mentioned of the cell phone and the, you know, the voice chat that it lacks a little bit, like you had mentioned um, in the spaces where you, you can't really have a two way or feel like you're, you know, immersed in the, you know, the game itself. So I think, you know, where you're coming in with ham radio, this really just makes things just that much more, you know, fun and mm-hmm. people get to understand what ham radio is. And so maybe kind of talk a little bit about, so we've kind of established the world itself. So right. what made you think of the, the mods themselves and where you kind of wanted to take it and, you know, and then maybe kind of, uh, you know, talk a little bit about some of those mods and then, you know, we can go a little further down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Great question. Um, I mean, I've, I have always played Minecraft myself. Uh, I mean, I, I do it less now, but I, I do still sometimes, you know, 
I don't really grow out of it, but I've I've grown out of having time, I guess, more so than out of enjoying it because your your play style changes as you as you grow. Um, and there's one mod I really love that's called Create, which does add rotational force, and and it's it's complex, but also really fits within the style of the game. And that style there, where it, it adds a lot, but also just still feels like it's part of it. Doesn't feel out of place. Like again, like that cell phone. Like it just doesn't feel like it fits with the game. I really wanted to keep that same vibe where it just looks like it's it belongs there. It looks like it belongs on that block. It's not completely different. Um, and yeah, I had the idea of like this should be a thing. It's not a thing. Like there's some some worlds, some servers that are like uh, there's one that kind of is a replication of like a zombie apocalypse. There's a server out there where they have custom mods and stuff, and they have like I think a handheld radio where if it's you're within a certain area, you can hear which which is great. But it's also only on that server and it's not open source. It's not public, um, and it's still so limited as to what you can do with that. And and they take a lot of simplification. As far as people are concerned, it's still just a walkie-talkie that they can buy at Target. It's not a ham radio. Okay. Um. So then I I was looking at it. I'm like, okay what would it take to make this happen? And I'm realizing that the big issue is that the people that are making the mods, these Java developers, there's not a big crossover of these, you know, Minecraft playing Java developers that do this for fun and ham radio enthusiasts that know, like even if they wanted to make it, they don't know enough about it to be able to, to make it from the ground up, right? So right. having worked with development before, not Java development, unfortunately, but um, with development and being familiar with mods and the limitations of what these Minecraft mods can do and can't do, I realized, okay, I can probably combine these two things and make a big sheet of um you know describing what the features are and the algorithms and all the things that are required and then just give it to a developer and be like hey make this code just here you know and and that's exactly what we did and and i think it it really started i i want to clarify i wasn't like you know gold heart in my chest like i'm going to do this for ham radio i, I had a school assignment that was due Okay. I, I didn't want to do it. I was procrastinating. So I just started clunking <laughs> away at this and typing. And soon enough, I had 81 pages. <laughs> so, and then I submitted it. Uh, people suggested, I think it was the YARC Discord server, YARC, Young Adult Radio C. I don't know what C stands for. Yeah, um, and they're like, submit it to the ARRL and, and, and I, IRC or whatever it was. And I submitted it and I was like, okay. Kind of forgot about it somewhat. was still hopeful. And I still remember the day I got that email where it just said, hey, you've been awarded the grant. I'm like, oh, great. I got a grant. That's great. And I'm like, $23,000. Wow. You know, like just, <laughs> oh, wow. mom, get the camera. Wow. Get the camera. You know, like it was, it was on the great. Water. That's yeah, yeah. Cool. And of, oh, of course, awesome. it started up the exact same time that school was starting up again. And like, <laughs> that's the same time that I uh, started meeting Abby as well and like dating her and stuff. And so like everything was just crazy, but great mm. at the same time. And uh, but, but yeah, so so that's kind of where that idea came in. So, Lucas, we got a question uh, from Liam Blue Breeze. Uh, he's asking, is the mod on Bedrock or Java Edition? And if on Java, what update? Great question. Um, so we, we don't have anything for Bedrock. It's only Java right now um, because Bedrock is a lot harder to develop for. There's a lot less control you have. Um, we do hope, we think it's possible. We do hope to do it someday, but there's a bigger player base on Java with modding already. So we just kind of prioritize that. Um, it's on 1.19.3 right now. We do plan on updating it to to the newer versions 20.1 and and stuff i think we're on whatever and for those of you who are not familiar with minecraft they don't know how to count um it went like 1. 1.1 1. 1.2 1.3 1.6 1.7 8 1.9 and then it was 1.10 <laughs> yes <laughs> 1.11 now we're on 1.19 and 1.20 and I, I guess we're never getting two i don't know what <laughs> i mean it's all right but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's always the joke. Minecraft two is coming out, like, and that's never going to come out. It's always a one point something, which is which is pretty funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is on one point nineteen point three. 
latest version of Forge as well. Um, there now, is, are there plans uh, down the road to eventually get to Bedrock, or is it just too much of a development effort to kind of really think about? Yeah, I think plans is a, is a strong word. There's hope for it. Um, okay. It's on our list of like, hey, we're going to look into this. We haven't even confirmed whether it's possible or not. So at a mm-hmm. certain point, we're going to. We actually did get an extension into next year as well because um, we have extra budget. Uh, we were actually under budget as we're starting to kind of wrap things up and stuff. Um, so next year, we do plan on looking into a couple extra things, and and one of them is interfacing with actual real world radios and letting that kind of cross over a little bit, yeah. um, which might be interesting. And another one is hopefully Bedrock Edition, or at the very least, a simplified version of the mod for Bedrock Edition, um, which would be pretty cool. Uh, we want to do that. We want to do. Uh, I see. I see Bill talking in there as well. We do actually want to have possibly integration with uh, with satellites. Uh, possibly there's there's a mod out there I think that adds satellites into the game. So we want to see if we can kind of combine the two worlds and do do. Uh, uh, ham radio satellite contacts or something. I don't know how that'll work, but things well, we, we have on our list where it's literally just a sentence that we've looked into. It's not even we've done any work. Uh, we're not even sure if it's possible, but so you you do kind of sort of have a future roadmap, and you know as a kind of yeah. game expands, and you're kind of Definitely. just letting your mind wander a little bit. It sounds like, and you're getting feedback from the community, and and the like yeah. you're adding to the that. That, that was a big thing too with this original idea too of like when I got the sheet together, I was like, okay, I wonder if this would work, and I I think I posted it on the amateur radio subreddit, and I got the front page for like two days straight and there was just tons of excellent feedback and stuff and even the developers i, I talked about it on the uh, uh the mod development discord like hey any developers that would be interested if we did actually get a grant for this and there was a lot of people like this is so cool can i share this and stuff and wow, wow. and so we we included that in the grant proposal as well we've improved like we included screenshots of that and i think that helped as well but the community has been so helpful the discord server let me open it up and uh I can get a link for the, for you guys as well to post in the chat. Yeah, but, we can um, definitely do that. Now you have an actual true like mine uh, radiocraft website page that kind of elaborates a lot of that stuff that we can definitely put in the show notes. But yeah, uh, that kind of covers a little bit of the proposal grant that you put out and and some of the stuff that you already started. But a little bit, yeah. We're currently kind of redesigning that. Um, I, I was hoping to have it done a bit sooner, but with school picking up again from our last semester, I haven't really had much time. Um, but it's going to be revamped soon because right now it's still like, hey, we got a grant. We're working on this. And we're kind of trying to transfer it over to like, here's this thing we made. Here's how you use it. Um, and have it be a bit more helpful because it's a bit outdated right now. But it is uh, radiocraft.w1btr.com. I already own the subdomain, so I figured might as well use it. And uh, but yeah, we've got, I think, just over 120 or so, 150 uh users on the discord server and oh. uh only like 15 of those are our development team and only That's a couple of those are actually lead developers yeah so we've yeah. we've got um a big group of people that have helped out and, and we only have like two developers that we pay and the rest are kind of volunteers that have helped out with like opinion and stuff and helping out and that thing and it's been it's been a lot of help it's been great okay. um and the community has been so excited for it which has been fun Cool. So, like, so kind of like uh, we obviously been kind of skirting around a little bit of just the mod itself and some of the mm-hmm. functionality in it. And again, as Lucas said, you know, it's still in a process and still growing and still expanding and, and making changes and whatnot. So, um, but there's definitely some of the stuff that, and, and maybe we can kind of step back. You you kind of kicked this off a little bit at the the Ham Exposition, what uh, three weeks ago, I think, is <laughs> right around now. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and how was that welcomed? You know, I I know I went to the Friday session and I was like. Are, are there any adults here? Because there were a lot of kid, you know, younger, you know, kids yeah. and whatnot. And I was like, oh wow, this has got a, a big draw. So you know, kind of, you know, what was right. your feeling and takeaway from the, some of that stuff when you started to release it out into the wild a little bit? Yeah, the Friday one was a bit tough because we it was originally advertised as like, hey, come on over and we'll help you bring your laptop. We'll help you install the game and stuff. And 
one person brought their laptop out of all the people that were there. So we're kind of like, I guess we're not going to do that. We'll just talk about what it is, you know, and that's what we did. And yeah, there's, I think uh, one of the people at the expo said, um, one of the the staff came in and said, actually, no, it was one of the ARL staff. I forget. Uh, I feel bad that I'm forgetting her name. She walks in and she says, uh, this is the most young adults and youth that we've seen in, in one room in this place in quite a while. So this is a good thing, um, which is which is great. It's, it's been a while since my audience has been kids um, for anything I've done. So it's kind of interesting to kind of adjust it and stuff and and uh, kind of fun, though, as well. And just seeing the 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 excitement on their on their faces and stuff of like well, and, this and thing they, my dad always makes me do finally it's something I mean, fun you know <laughs> they weren't yeah, like yeah. hey what's minecraft and oh, it's cool like what you know your favorite right, color right. thing there were like some very deep questions i was just like what's going on here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who am i working well, with so, yeah and it, was, it was really cool too something i didn't think about until the expo um was was that there was this kind of dichotomy there where there was uh like parents and kids just super excited because there were these kids where they're like kind of interested in ham radio but not really the parents are obviously really into it and kind of dragging them along and, and having them get into it and like make contacts and stuff. And one of the kids said, my dad's always like, do ham radio. And I'm like, I don't want to. And you see the dad's face just kind of sank. He's like, but now I can do both of them at the same time. And I'm, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, that's good. You know, like, so it's just cool to kind of bring those, have something that can bring uh, the hobbyist and the, the hobby is to be kind of together yeah. and stuff. And, yeah, and family together too. Heartwarming. As well. you know, where it's exactly. Yeah. That's very cool. It's kind of heartwarming. It, to know, see. It, um, it's actually pretty brilliant because I always said, you know, kids that have struggle in school, right? But I haven't met a kid that struggles at video games. I said, if you could educate kids through video games, mm-hmm. like you'd be, that's a brilliant idea. And that's basically what we're doing, right? What you're doing right now is you're basically introducing ham radio into something everyone loves to play or people who play it. All these young kids love to play it. And that's, you know, that's a kind of, yeah. their, that's their initial love say is the game. And now they're going to get this new part to it that they're going to be able to learn. And then that might expand them into the, you know, getting more into the hobby. And, and it's just really introduction and the exposure. So uh, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, we were very blessed that we had kind of this platform ready for us. And Minecraft's already used in schools. They actually have it uh, to teach programming to some kids. They have it to, they have mods that they use to teach them history things and different stuff. So we're hopeful that we can kind of, one of the things that's on our roadmap um, sooner than later is actually to create a curriculum, have to hire someone to create a curriculum that teaches about ham radio and radio theory. Um, that uses this mod that they can kind of introduce to the kids and stuff and get into schools. Um, that was an idea that was brought up to us that we're like, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, we'll totally do that. Um, so it's, it's it's been it's been really cool. Okay, so let's kind of you know take a little step into some of the mods itself. So like um, you know, right. as you started the process, and, and you know, made a good segue for you to you know maybe go into some of the gameplay or work towards that way. But uh, you know, kind of describe some of the mods as you started to or build them, and you know, then we can kind of go into actual like you know maybe showcasing them a little bit if that's uh, you know where you want to take it. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, let me let me launch it as well. Um, here so i might i might lag for a brief second as it's launching and it compiles up but then i should be good but um yeah i mean i guess basic description of of what it adds in um we were originally thinking like oh should we add like a bunch of yesu and a bunch of icon radios and stuff and kind of do things but we're like okay let's try and make this like an easy starting point for someone that has no experience you know we don't want to have to have them have to look up on their website what all these things are we want them kind of be able, just be able to mess around with it, and it kind of works. Um, so we went with each band has its own radio. There's a 20 meter radio, there's a 40 meter radio, there's a 10 meter radio, there's an 80 meter radio, and there's a VHF radio. And that's that's pretty much it. There might be a 160 as well. Um, and then from there, they have to build out uh, a battery to power it and solar panels to charge the battery and a solar charge controller. 
Um, you know, we had, we had fun with it too, cause we kind of wanted to teach them good habits and the consequences of bad habits and stuff. Like for example, someone was like, Oh, I just, I just plugged the battery right into the, to the solar panel. Right. I'm like, no, you need a solar charge controller first. Otherwise it explodes because <laughs> in Minecraft things blow up and we like it when things blow up. So <laughs> it explodes. If you have your antenna and it's a poor match and the SWR is really bad, guess what happens? It explodes, uh, you know, and <laughs> lots of fun things. It catches fire and, it, and that might explode, you know, type of thing. Um, so very cool. We definitely, we definitely had fun with. We're we're having fun with that, and we're hoping to have some like kind of RFI interference stuff with, with redstone, which is built into the game. If you're a Minecrafter, you know what that means. Otherwise, don't worry about it. But, <laughs> um, but yeah. So we have the blocks in the game, and just like everything else in the game, you have to craft it. Um, what does that mean? It means like you have to get resources like iron and and uh, and wood and stuff. And you have to make individual components and use those components to make a radio. You're not you're not making it in the real world. You're crafting it first, and then you place the finished radio, if that makes sense. But then, the coax you have to place, and the antenna you have to place. And uh, let me just turn off the shaders here in the game as well, so that way it's better performance. Um, all right, I do want to see if it will let me join the multiplayer server now. Cool. So while you're going through that, so you really just kind of like really wanted to take the real world experience that a ham radio opera might deal with and, you know, make it, you know, same gameplay or gamification, you know, game gamification somewhat in, in, in the game itself to to give them the real world experience, but in a fun, you know, kind of non-threatening way, which is really good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry, stuff is just falling over here for for no apparent reason. But um, uh, is, did my camera stop too? Uh, your video stopped. froze a little bit, but we hear your audio. The world is, the world is freezing on me. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. It looks like it's working fine. Droid cam. Technical difficulties. Stand by. My face is stretched now. That's <laughs> that's very interesting. Um, a little frozen here on this, but yeah. Let me just restart the uh, the app. I'm using my smartphone as my as my webcam here, and that can uh, that can cause an issue. But oh, there you go. all right, there we oh, go. We're good. <laughs> This is awesome. live into Lucas Central. <laughs> yep. All right. Technical difficulties. There we go. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, mostly resolved. But where even was I? Uh, <laughs> Getting the game going. So talking about the radios and setups. Yeah. So you do have to kind of craft uh, different antenna parts, basically, and and have it be a match for the band. Um, and for some now, reason, we have the wrong version on this server. There's some disconnect there, so I'll just play it. Okay. Um, so in terms here. of the, the functionality of the radio, so it's behaves similar to the same like you the way you would use a regular HF radio and, and yes. building Thank you. process? Okay. Yes. So we actually are simulating um, propagation in the game. So the way it works Ooh. is all the different bands have their own kind of two, two sets of ranges. There's the line of sight range, um, which is the ground plane range, as we would call it. And then there's the skip yep. range, which is the propagation that bounces and it lands, right? Um, mm -hmm. And there's no multiple skips or anything like that. Just trying to keep it simple. Um, but now there's one issue that you might that might come to mind if you're familiar with Minecraft as well is that um, say you have a small server that's just uh, you and your two kids or something and maybe one other friend, right? Um, it's going to be a very different experience that you're going to want than a huge server that has hundreds of players spread out across the whole map. You're going to want it to be a bit more condensed. Mm -hmm. um, and so all these different settings of like what those ranges are, are actually configurable. And, and by default, they're a lot smaller than what it would be in the real world because otherwise, you know, you would have to walk for seven days to get out to 
um, to just the 10 meter range. You know what I mean? So right. it, it is, it is simplified. Um, but as far as propagation, we also have uh, solar weather that affects that. So oh. that means is there's um, like six or so different events that could be going anytime. And there's always one, it's either just normal propagation. It could be um, good or great propagation um, or like a, a you know, a solar storm that's, that's causing like 10 meters to open up and actually have a skip range. Wow. Um, or it could be really poor or it could be a total blackout even. Yeah, um, and we plan to have, we have the block modeled, but, it, and then the, the settings are there and it, and it works, but there's no user interface to actually make it work. Um, we do have a, a solar weather station as well, where it will tell you what the current conditions are and stuff. And it, oh, it, it's cool. designed to replicate a teletype machine. So it's, oh, <laughs> yes. yes, we wanted to have a kind of a nod to that and, uh, and make it look good. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, someone can definitely relate in the chat in terms of the teletype and and that mode, a uh, very big mode, uh, very much. Not so much. It is still you know used today, but uh, as a popularity, it's definitely good to give that homage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, here, let me uh, let me create this world here. Um, I'm gonna create it creative. I'm not gonna do survival just to give you guys a quick quick example of of what it looks like. Um, and then let me share this once this is done creating the world which will again probably make me lag for a second is it yep. yeah so while that. you're building that so lucas is basically just going to launch a local instance of uh minecraft there with uh, the mod running and and kind of give you a real like perspective of uh what uh the system uh looks like here and uh you know what the gameplay actually will look like with the the his mod in, itself so go ahead and kind of explain what we're seeing here lucas and uh you know dive into a little bit of the the mod itself sure yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how's the performance looking as far as the connection here? Um, oh, I am wired up, and I should have a decent connection. But oh, it's not too bad. Okay, it looked kind of uh, it looked kind of rough on the the brief um, view that I can see. So right now, this is a brand new world that I just created. Um, mm -hmm. So just for those that either weren't present or might have missed it too, like this is completely unique to this world. There's no other Minecraft world. There's no other Minecraft player that's seen this spot. Unless they're very, very lucky and they happen to get the same randomly generated number, um, which is which does happen once in a great while, but it's it's probably happened a few times, you know. But and as I walk out, you can see, you know, kind of the world ends there. But as I walk, it'll start generating more stuff, and you can see the clouds popping into existence up top, and that type of thing. So that's this is Minecraft that we're in. You know, if I was in survival mode, I'd start by you know breaking some some wood stuff, and it would take longer for me to do that, and I'd create tools, all that stuff. But just to show you the actual stuff of the mod itself, let's let's just grab a um, 20 meter radio, HF radio, right here, and I'll just create a little bit of a of a um, do, 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 do. create a little looks like a, a bench here, <laughs> and there's the radio itself. So you can see the model here. We tried to keep uh, it pretty vanilla friendly so it looks like it kind of fits within the world, but also look like an HF radio. That's the um, best thing you could have done from an agnostic standpoint is not pick a brand. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, uh, we all these are inspired by actual models and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And one of the, the pictures was of an actual radio where it had ICOM on it. And when the designer first sent us the file, it still said ICOM. We're like, uh oh, hold on. <laughs> we don't like, remember that. <laughs> yeah, let's take that off. You know, it, it's inspired, but. It, you wouldn't be able to know just by looking at it, like maybe, but you wouldn't be certain. It's still within the creative liberty, in my opinion, and stuff. And uh, let's grab some wire and some coaxial wire, and we'll grab some antenna wire and an antenna connector. 
Wow. So you literally are just establishing an entire radio setup, like you're building your shack from, you know, yes. in the world. Wow. That's pretty cool. Got a one to one balance here. Um, the note that the wire that you're seeing here, the model is not finished. It's going to be running on the ground. It doesn't look like it's going into the radio, uh, mm -hmm. but it, it is technically. So we're going to go over here. We're going to grab a battery. Go. Plop that down right there. And then we'll grab. Make sure we do actually connect it right over. Although, or not that, sorry. A charge controller. It's right here. Um, and try to make it look like an actual. Get, go away, Bumblebee. Leave, leave me alone. <laughs> um, and I will say that the thing's exploding when it doesn't work is not actually configured yet, but it, it's, it will. <laughs> it's going to be like that. Yeah. So if I was to do it right now, it, it might even kind of work i don't really know exactly how it's yeah no, um, the, how it's we'll, we'll preface it it's definitely in still the development phases and we're working towards uh you know yeah exactly stuff, so cool yeah. we're well past yeah. proof of concept we know it all it works yep. and will work and stuff which is good so now we'll awesome. grab the coaxial oops nope we're gonna shift right click to place it here oops do, 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 do. and go up here i'm gonna be lazy with how i place it and not make it look realistic here but let's say we're doing 20 meters so obviously if you're making making a 20 meters dipole you want it to be 10 meters across five and five right um and in minecraft uh it's considered each block is considered to be kind of a meter um so that makes it pretty easy to figure these things out oh nice so okay we're just gonna count exactly. and yeah, that's, that's right. a one-to-one -one balance right that is just put on it the is end. yes yep that's a one-to-one okay. -one balance you can kind of see the descriptor down at the bottom let's, let's um make this scale bigger so you can kind of read this stuff too um, so we're going to count out one, two, three, four, five blocks. So this is how many blocks long we want the wire to be. So let's just bring this up here. And again, I'd probably try and make that look pretty if it was in my actual world. Uh, an antenna connector here. And then you don't even go. need trees. You can literally just build your own towers, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really, it would be awesome to be able to do this in the real world. Right. <laughs> Unlike in real life, uh, there are no physics in Minecraft, really. So you can just create a floating <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> the only real life was this easy. One, yeah, two, sweet. three, four, five. So then we're going to go over to six, which is right here. Do, 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 do. And no, I do not have to inform the FCC of my antenna height. <laughs> I know. Right? You have to get a, um, a variance from the town. <laughs> yeah. All right. There we go. And that created an antenna there. That's hooked up. So let's see if our... Oops, my battery is not charged because this is not on. Which oh, up cool. should be on, but up is not on for some reason. We'll fix that. And now it should be charging from the solar panels. Yep. Okay. See, it's 2% totally now. Yeah, very cool. All right. So here's when you right click, you see the interface of the radio. Mm -hmm. um, we've got a few things here. It's all very simplified. We've got our volume control and our mic gain control. We've got SSB, uh, continuous wave, and push to talk. Um, but we're going to turn on the radio first. And we're going to. Drag it over to, well, I got to make sure I'm, I'm only general licensed, right? So I got to make sure I'm at least over at the uh, general portion of the band. Yeah. yeah. And eventually I think this is supposed to go up uh, 10 at a time to make things easier. But right now it still just goes up one at a time. Mm -hmm. So let's go over to 225 megahertz. There is no FCC added into the game. That's for the server operators to decide if they want to do that. Um, oh, so you can actually add that level and that's pretty cool. 
Well, there's nothing built in, but if they wanted to role play it, they could. You know, you, there is direction finding tools. There is um, the ability to have a scanner that scans all these different frequencies and stuff. So that you could kind of have your own FCC role playing in there and stuff. Oh, nice. Um, which okay. would be kind of fun. Uh, so let's oops, volunteer, uh, you know, band watchers. <laughs> I don't know if that sound is coming through. If you can hear uh, that on yeah, there. I don't hear it right now. Yeah. It's not. Okay. Well, it sounds like, sounds like uh, static it's right static. there. Okay. Yep. And then if I press this button, W1BTR calling CQ. And you can see the little microphone icon in the corner down down here when I do that, because mm -hmm. uh, actually it's a fun little thing. Uh, let me turn off the radio too. But uh, I mentioned as well there's a mod already in existence that's called um, Simple Voice Chat mod that does add um, that does add voice chat. Uh, so one of the hardest things for for us to chat to to figure out. I feel like there's a filter on making my teeth extra white, but that's distracting. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One of the more challenging things we were figuring out is that because there's no voice chat built into the game, there's no built-in functionality or backend for us to use for just transferring live audio to actually talk to each other. Um, that was the hard. That was probably going to be the hardest thing to figure out. But that existing simple voice chat mod. Originally, we were like, okay, they did something with audio, so we know it's possible, right? Well, it turns out not only is it possible, but they have an open API for that mod. So we were able to actually tap into that and use that mod for our backend. So we actually, it's a requirement for this mod to work is to have simple voice chat installed um, oh, cool. because it uses that because it, the open, the API is open. It has channels and stuff and we can tell it where and when to put that sound and stuff. And it's super helpful. Um, so yep. that took a lot of the load off of our, off of our uh, shoulders. Now, someone who says in, that's in the, this Minecraft world using this mod, do they have to have a call sign in order to be able to use it? Or is it just basically they can, you know, kind of just pick up the radio and, and transmit kind of, you know, within the frequency. How, how is that kind of structured for you? Yeah. Guys? Um, so, so the game will let them do it, even if they don't have one, there is, um, I don't know if it's, yeah, there is a call sign command. Um, mm -hmm. So let's do system info. So I think there's call sign. What is it? Set system info V1 VTR. So now if I check, cause you can check to see, Hey, what's the call sign for my friend here? And it would say, that if I was to do, I think W one BTR, it should say. Okay, no, it, it doesn't, but that it will say. Uh, so, you know, yeah. oh, that system info that has that call sign. Um, and ideally, only server operators would have access to that command, so they could be like, hey, in order for you to get a call sign, you gotta go through this little area where there's a test or something like that. If they wanted to, they could. They have total control over what they want to do. You can establish um, your own FCC. <laughs> exactly. Don't and where that comes really useful is in two areas. One in repeaters, you need to have a call sign in order to set up a repeater. Um, mm -hmm. within the interface. And then also there's going to be, drum roll please, APRS. Um, oh. Not not full APRS. Okay. It's not super realistic, but it it, it it's recognizable at the very least. It will have, um, you know, location. It will have beaconing that repeats out. Mm -hmm. And you can also use it to send messages or send um, files, which in Minecraft it would be a book and a quill or a book or an enchantment book or a map. You could send any okay. of those things to another player. And it will... Uh, it requires a T and C. I don't know if that block is in the game yet. Here's a digital interface T and C, which it's not set up yet, but that's what you would need to put next to your radio, and it would cool. okay. It would, it'll light up and stuff and show. And then if you look in here, um, oh, this one actually doesn't have it, but I think it would be over here, a little icon. For most of them, is a little green light and a red light and a blue light. Red light means you're transmitting. Green light means you're receiving. Blue light means you're doing something with the digital interface there. Um, so yeah, we plan on doing that. And there's also going to be um, text chat as well in there. And there is also Morse code here. Uh, and again, you can't hear it, but 
that's done through actually work the ATT button per se, not like an act. Well, you have a keyer mod down the road. Is that the plan? <laughs> exactly. So we're looking into it. Um, we really wanted to use like the space bar or something, but there's no um, easy way to do that within Minecraft Forge's API, which Forge is the way is the model that this is built on. Um, which is kind of the program that loads in these modifications that, for you. There's no built-in way to interact with the keyboard unless you're in a text box. Okay. So, kind of trying to figure it out. Um, for now, it's just that. Um, that's, cool. that's that's a start. That's awesome. It works, right? It's a way for them to mess around with it, and it goes it goes further as well. So at the very least, say they're like, "Oh, I can't quite hear you. Let's let's do this," and I can at least get a word out, or they can use tap code or something like that because that's super simple. Um, introduce them to it but so in your repeater side of things on the vhf uhf side are you like kind of establishing the, the, the typical model that we have in the repeater world where your cw ids and that type of stuff and people can all exactly. chime in through the voice at the same time yeah exactly so there is a cw id and um, for all these things people can talk over each other uh, let's just set the time to well we don't want to leave our equipment out in the rain apparently <laughs> yeah oh, quick someone get me a tarp oh no um no but <laughs> there there will be um because repeaters aren't functional yet, but there will be an input and an output frequency and stuff. And uh, there's both handhelds that you can use, which that is in the game. Uh, it's a VHF handheld. You can see it in my hand right here. Um, cool. And those you'll let, be able to configure it with a CTCSS tone and an input and output frequency. Oh, very cool. Nice. So that's yeah. a idea. Now, I assume for like the non-ham person, all of this stuff is a pretty much you know, either a quick FAQ or they, you know, they you know can follow through with that process. How would how would they know, you know, those components? Is there a way to, you know, is there an education process along the way that you can kind of teach them using that stuff? Yeah. So there's a couple of things. Uh the the first one, this is something that I think helped us hook the ARL, is in the game there will be the ARL handbook, um, which they yeah. can right click and open up and it will have an interactive kind of guide and stuff. And that's another thing that I'll be working on because um, it's it's hard to outsource that because a lot of this is kind of my brainchild and stuff that it would have so much back and forth that it would be just as much time as if I was to do it myself. So it's on my to-do list to add that in okay. and to work on that because we have the code for it done. It's just kind of like the design work, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, so we're going to have that. And then we're also going to have a, a very brief wiki on the website as well, kind of helping out in some videos to help, help people uh, get started with things and show things uh, because there's different styles of learners, right? Right. So, yeah, that's kind of our goal there. Okay. So we got a question in the chat for, from Liam. Uh, he is saying, uh, basically, does the mod work with Optifier or Optifine? I should say Optifine. Yes, I can show that right here. I, it was giving me some performance issues for a second when I was doing it while streaming, but we'll see if this plays nicely. Um, one bug I've noticed a couple of times has popped up is that the antenna wire just disappears, even though it's still there. Um, so what he's asking is, this is actually running with Optifine right now. Optifine. Mm -hmm. Is a mod that just increases your uh, performance. It makes it work a bit better uh, by optimizing okay. some code. But you can also use it to add in shaders. Like, see how much prettier the world looks now? Oh, nice. If I set nice the uh, weather clear, you'll see there's actually going to be um, shadows and there's like, you know, God oh, rays wow. is what it's called, where there's like uh, um, different stuff and it just makes it look a lot better. So, yeah, that was the thing that was important to us. Yeah, you can see right here, there are, the antenna wire is gone for some reason. Uh, and right, for whatever yeah. reason, it's happening on my machine, but it's not happening on any of the developers' machines. Classic <laughs> development issue, you know. Yes. It works on my machine. We got the code. Uh, but, right <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I don't know what's going on, but it same Could issue you, is happening right broken. here. Um, but other than that, it works. And the, what's interesting too is the shadow is still there. You can see there's a shadow right there from that wire. Oh, the line, yeah. Um, Very shadow still there. <laughs> oh, whoa! Oh, wait! Oh, 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 yeah, there it was. Yeah, yeah. Popped. Yeah. Just Popped in for a minute. Here. 
so it's just something with the lighting. Back. I'm not sure what's going on because it we use the same thing as what's called a lead. We use the same model that's built into the game. Let's see if I can find an animal around here. Does it work on bees? Can I work on bees? They might just sting me to death. Yeah, but see how I'm like the, the bee is now following me and stuff, and I can drag right. it around. Mm -hmm. So there's already some great kind of drooping physics there and stuff. So we just use the exact same model. You just and, put a um, bee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is now my pet bee. He's it's like a balloon. Um, try and replicate this in real life, kids. It'll work great for you. Um, but <laughs> but yeah. So what's interesting though is that you can see this is working fine, but then when using it for the antennas, it's not. And we're still trying to figure that out. But yeah, you know, development one. bugs, small details. So um, we're in this you know mod phase of your development cycle. Are you guys? Uh, there's a propagation piece in this process, or are you in the still developing that process through right now? Propagation is done. Yeah, propagation works. Um, unfortunately, the server. It, I think we have a, some confusion there as to which version is which. Um, mm -hmm. So when I try and place a block or interact with anything, it crashes, which it wasn't before. It's just because there's two different versions of the game installed, mm -hmm. um, which will be easier once everything's like done and released and stuff. But um, but yeah, it does work. We've we've done it, we've tested it, and it, it works and it sounds pretty cool. Um, you can have a conversation with someone and it sounds like a HF conversation. It's really cool. That is uh, cool. But yeah, so we, we do have that working. Um, and we're trying to just put as much as we can in the config files as well. So these server operators have total control over you know what's enabled and what's not and what works and what doesn't. They can even set it so that it just works everywhere. Um, there's no, there's unlimited range, you know, so just to make it super simple. Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe someone's creating what's called an adventure world where everything's kind of locked in and it's kind of like a story that the player, right. player can play through. And they might not want to mess with around with propagation for that. They might want it just to just work. Oh, um, very cool. Type of thing. So lots of cool stuff. Awesome. So uh, any other kind of features you want to kind of touch upon or show that uh, you, you basically can kind of show for now? Or are you uh, this? I mean, right now it's perfect. I mean, I'm impressed as what you got right so far and, and what you've been working on. And I'm very sure. Excited yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll show you a couple more models here. Um, I won't go through the process with all of them because I have to set up antennas and everything too. Mm -hmm. But we'll we'll just do some more. Uh, put down some more radios here. Uh, let's see. We'll do some QRP ones as well. And I'll also show you the again. This this does not work yet. Um, but just so you can see the beautiful model here. Uh, let's make another little little bench here. This is the. Uh, solar weather station right there oh very so you can cool see it, it looks just like one of those old teletype machines which we, which we love awesome. um here is the 40 meter radio right there you can see the interface for that one mm -hmm. here is the 10 meter radio the interface for that one. Oh, very cool so they're all unique enough that you yeah exactly this is the 80 meter one we went with an old-fashioned style for this oh, um cool. yeah, and we we've got the classic cigar box 20 meter and 40 meter qrp radios too Oh, dude, that's cool. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that no display, it just, it just flashes when you're on the band edge, I believe. Oh, um, nice. Assuming the radio is on. Yeah, you can see it's lighting up as you get to the edge there. Um, yeah, that's tons impressive, dude. of that's cool impressive. little things. I just Those are so satisfying to look at, in my opinion. I just think those are so cool looking. Um, you, you covered all the bases, dude. Literally, you're, you know, you got all the radio bands and all the, you know, different styles. And then you got the QRP. Like, I mean, QRP is like the perfect stuff at this point. You know, it's like it's icing on the cake. So that's, that's awesome. That's very cool. <laughs> well, and one cool thing. So you'll notice we're kind of in this kind of birch forest right here. If I press the debug thing, you can see uh, um, right here it says uh, biome. I don't know if you see my mouse. Biome birch forest. So mm -hmm. biomes are the thing in the, game where, in the game where it decides what the kind of area looks like. And now we're over. Uh, Go over here. This is going to be a river biome, and uh, let's kind of go away. There's deserts. There's all sorts of different things. 
Um, here's like a Woodlands one. Um, so one of the features we're adding in the game, there, there's this thing built into the game called um, Advancements. I don't, is that, what is that, Y or something? I don't know what the, uh, what button is that? I don't really pay attention to it much, but um, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of like achievements, right? Um, so we actually have one where each time you activate, you use a radio in a new biome, it's called an activation. And once you do it in the mall, it's uh, biomes on the air, all activation stuff. Oh. So we're kind of going after Poda there. Um, Dude, that rocks. There's a mountain one. There's also different things. So if they're on a mountain biome and they do it, it'll be soda or something like that. And we're just, we have fun with it, you know, just Very things cool. that are nods to the real world stuff. We were also considering, you know, there are, I don't know if we'll see one around here. I know what that was. Um, here we go. There's a pig right here. So we were considering um, possibly maybe for the, uh, they don't have the model in there for yet. Maybe like the all band radio or, or for something we were considering maybe uh, making a piece of pork chop or required ingredient for ham radio. Uh, <laughs> it's a little, you know, we're trying to balance between taking it seriously and not taking it seriously. Um, yeah. well, that's cool, dude. Yeah, nice. HF receiver. Yeah, this you might recognize this as well um, as something that you're familiar with. Uh, it kind of looks like one of those old crystal scanners. This is the VHF oh, yeah. scanner, okay. which you can use to set it to a bunch of frequencies to listen to it once. Oh, very cool. And stuff. We're in a thunderstorm right now. It really doesn't want me to have nice weather. Apparently uh, <laughs> not. Not for this game. <laughs> but so, so do you also? Uh, you obviously talked about propagation. Are you uh, considering, or is it built in currently, or the process, the thought of uh, soil conditions affecting, you know, propagation that type of stuff, or is that uh, down the road? <laughs> uh, nothing yet. We were considering maybe like if you're in a beach biome, it works a bit better because like salt yep. or something like that. Um, right. And then another thing is the higher up you are, the better it works. The better your ranges to a small oh, degree. Oh, very cool. Um, in that. Okay. We currently have it, so it, it will still work in a cave. Um, I saw one person asking about that. Um, <laughs> so, because it's hard to detect if they're in a cave, if that makes sense. Excuse me. Um, yeah. But it might be as simple as just saying, what biome are you in or something. But then it's also, we have to consider, okay, the player is in a cave, but maybe the antenna is outside right. and like up there. So we're trying to figure that out. That's down the road, you know. Don't dig down, you know. That's, that's the motto from what I understand. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, so, um, wow. Eric, they're going to have to put a flex radio in here. I know. Well, yeah, we're radio agnostic, but I'm sure an SDR would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Down the road. <laughs> so, all right. So basically you can cre- pretty much create your radio structure and uh, all of the, the, the bands you want to operate on. And then you, you know, you're primarily is a, you know, you're, I assume just a vertical wire and a, a horizontal wire. Those are the, the two antenna types you have currently right now or, yeah, there's, there's a dipole. Um, you can also have that be a little bit up and down stuff. And the further away it is, the slightly higher up the SWR goes. You can do um, an antenna pole for a vertical antenna. Okay. There, There is a Yagi for VHF, I believe. And I think there's a couple other types or something um, that we're looking at just for having some directionality as well. Um, and, you know, better, better performance that direction, mm-hmm. uh, which I think proved to work when the developer was testing that out. Uh, so yeah, we have lots of different things that we're messing around with and, and trying to mess with. And, that landscape yeah, is so. perfect for like seventy-five to hundred foot towers, just off in the you know the nice. I know, side. yeah, just right there <laughs> over to the side, just right there. That'd be great. Giant, uh, uh, you know, twenty-four element beams or something. <laughs> see, this is what this is where we're seeing the disconnect between us and the average person. I remember someone posted a picture like, "Oh yeah, great view 
of this window out my tub and there's a there's a freaking radio tower right there i'm like that is a great view you're right it's beautiful i'm just gonna sit there and dream one day i'll have my own antenna up there you know as i as i soak in the tub every hand dream yeah. The, yeah yeah so, aluminum is my favorite color what are you talking about <laughs> cool all right so so basically this you describe kind of you're currently in the development process right now you're working obviously you know some of the iterations down um you know do you guys kind of have a plan of when you want to get to a, like a like in your mind what's a working version of this in, in, in time frame wise i mean obviously you'd say you're, yeah. getting, you're getting married and everything so that kind of adds to it but <laughs> yeah it's been in flux i mean right now it's often more i think it's it's twofold you know the developer our main developer um this is a part-time job as well for him um so but i don't want to put everything on him as well because sometimes it's him needing clarification or something and it takes me three days to get back to him right. um so it's it's there's there's delays on all sides and stuff i think um you know we originally when we got the grant we were saying you know everyone's all the developers are saying we're going to get this done by may so i'm guessing we're going to have it done by you know october and it's kind of turning out to probably be around october that we have like a release okay. that we would be satisfied saying is a release but we're probably going to still be working on more features until next year and stuff yeah, I, I can so, yeah, see where I, this could totally expand beyond like you know your middle. Yeah, it's uh, such a rabbit scope. hole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can always keep on more adding more stuff in and seeing how complex we want to make it. Uh, but the big thing too is this is all open source. It's on GitHub, so people can add their own stuff in as well. We'd love that if anyone has an idea for something. Um, we try to make an API as well, so it's easy to add in your own antennas. Uh, whatever you want to do, just just if you want to mess with this, just do it in the GitHub, submit it. Uh, if we like it, we'll throw it in there. You know, we're not, we're not just, we're not uppity about it. We, we want it to be good quality, of course. But um, one of the big things we want to do is be able to have this be, it's kind of its own thing, its own creature once we're done with it and uh, um, have people do what they want with it and, and right. add more stuff in and update it with, who knows, maybe we'll have FT8 in a few years, you know, like, oh, yeah. I don't know, but <laughs> let me know when that comes in. I'll definitely, uh... <laughs> yeah. Once, once we have flex radios, right. <laughs> no, no, they don't need to be flex. I mean, <laughs> I'm totally fine with uh, FT8 just alone. That'd be impressive to see. Yeah, one yeah, thing yeah. I can kind of see it where you can really like make this, you know, kind of very community based is in uh, like contesting and stuff like that, where, you know, you have people trying to contest and propagations and locations. Exactly. And, yeah. You know, you can just, you know, do some logging format if there's a capability or an add-on in there. And, you know, that'd be pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, we, we considered making like a logbook and stuff, but we realized that's something that's so not, I don't want to say simple because it still takes some work, but there's no, uh, it's a pretty simple concept to understand. And we're hopeful that that, that could be a mod that stands on its own. It doesn't need to interface with the radios at all. So right. we're hopeful that someone else in the community will make that. So if anyone, if you want to take on this job of like, I'll make a logger because it just needs to be a book where you like put stuff in and it's preset. You know, reach out to us in the Discord so that way there's not five people working on it at the same time. Um, but <laughs> we'd love to be able to support you on that and have a be part of it and, and throw your name in the special thanks uh, part of the ARL handbook, you know. Um, so if anyone wants to, give me a hit and we'll uh, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, Todd, you got any other questions you want to throw in the, the ring there at all? Or No, I mean, this is, it's all new to me. I'm not a, a Minecraft player. Uh, I've seen it. My uh, kids play it. But uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, just watching you kind of adding that stuff and seeing how it works, um, it's brilliant. I mean, this is this is a great way to get people, I think, who who are into something else into ham radio, and especially if it you know takes off and people start using it to even communicate throughout the game. That would be pretty intense if everyone was doing yeah, ham radio on Minecraft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Cool. All right. Well, so uh, with that, um, you know, Lucas, you kind of touched upon a little bit in terms of how they can get involved, maybe and kind of just elaborate a little bit more on the areas they can get, get in touch with you directly or uh, within sure. you know, the, you know, the, the radio craft uh, you know, project itself. Yeah, sure. So the easiest way to get in touch with me would probably be on that discord. Um, let me, I'm going to create a invite link here. That we can throw in the chat as well. Um, oh, yeah. We'll post that okay. in the show notes. We'll make it uh, expire in seven days. No limit of how many people. We're going to copy that and I'll paste it over to uh, to your chat so you can cool. do what you want with it. That's awesome. And um, and yeah, I'm I have two accounts on there. I have my Lucas WMTR account and my Lucas's work account. So I might balance neither one. Um, yeah. And yeah, DM me on there or just start out by talking to the group too because they might be able to answer your question or uh, or get you plugged in and stuff. Um, I also, you can email me at w1btr at lucas-elliot.com, which is okay. two L's and two T's in Elliot. Extra T for extra trouble getting ID cards. Um, <laughs> and yeah, either those works uh, or send me a radiogram or you can just show up at my house, you know. It's all online. If someone uh, sends in the radiogram, I will, I will, uh, I will throw in a sticker pack and a T-shirt. You know, for anybody who does that, and Luke can prove it. So uh, you heard it now. You know, if you send him a radiogram that's related to Radiocraft, uh, give me one. W one B T R. Yeah, but if it's if it's delivered to me over email, it doesn't count. It has to be mailed to me or hand delivered. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's or, or I guess maybe a phone call, but. Yeah, send me a radiogram. Yeah, I love getting And and we can't always forget, you know, Ryan obviously is uh, here in the chat. Uh, you know, go team ICOM, Ryan. Yeah. So as you notice, it's agnostic in the Minecraft world, so it doesn't matter whether you're team ICOM or team Yezu or whatever. We're all radio guys. So <laughs> good to see you in there, Ryan. Cool. All right. Well, uh, so let's kind of wrap things up here. We're just a little bit over our usual hour. But uh, again, thank you for coming on, Lucas. This was such an awesome uh, treat. I, I'm impressed yeah. with the, the game and uh, super excited to you know see how this kind of unfolds. And I'm just going to keep you know spreading the word uh, as I bump into people, especially like the younger generation that's younger than me because I'm old, uh, at least according to my uh my friends but um you know for what it's worth it's uh you know they, they definitely i'm sure would benefit from this and and just it opens the doors for you know ham radio and just getting them in That's there great, so yeah awesome job with that and uh, one of my favorite phrases for their product too is like i want to create an environment where they can mess around with ham radio without worrying about uh breaking their equipment or worse the law you know there's no there's no laws they have to follow here unless they're like on a server and they have to follow the server rules or something, but yeah. they can try around and they can mess around. They can see what it is to a certain degree um, in a safe environment. Cause there's no way to do that right now. So I think that's just a really helpful tool. Very cool. All right. Well, Hey, let's wrap this up. So uh, again, uh, thank you guys for uh, those in the chat. We appreciate all the questions uh, and definitely, uh, you know, keep, uh, checking in and uh, again if you haven't subscribed to our podcast you can definitely head over to our website um, and we always are looking for uh, reviews on the show go over to iTunes to fill those out and if you do leave one we will make sure we read it on the show next uh, time we record um, and as always you can connect with the show on social media uh, for the latest information our content um, and when we do our live shows um, and as always, you know, with every show and as you know, every YouTubers, you know, there's definitely some costs involved. So, you know, you can always support the show through Patreon and buy some beer links. Um, and those are all on our website and in the show notes below. Every bit definitely helps. And we appreciate those that have been, uh, you know, helped us out in the past. And uh, the last piece, uh, if you want to contact any of our show, our hosts or uh, contact information is always can be found on livefreeandham.com. 
And as always, thanks for uh, watching and listening. Um, and this show will definitely be converted to a, 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 you know, our podcast in 24 hours. So you can definitely catch it there too as well if you're part of our uh, um, stream already on uh, our podcast side. And uh, with that, uh, from all of us from Liveringham, 7-3. 7-3. 7-3.